planning on traveling this summer? Make saving at the pump part of your plans with two times the fuel points from Harris Teeter. It's easy. Download your eVic coupon, and for every dollar you spend with your Vic card, you'll get two fuel points. That's up to $1 per gallon on quality fuel at participating BP and Harris Teeter fuel centers. Download your eVic coupon today and save money at the pump all summer long with eVic and Harris Teeter fuel points. Welcome to another episode of the Ever Black Podcast. On this show, we talk to Scott Ian Lewis from Carnifex, who will be releasing their new album, World War X, this Friday, August 2nd, through Nuclear Blast. Now, I've been cranking this record over the last month or so, and it is crushing. Uh, everything from the riffage to the vocals to the production, it's just top quality. Um, go check out the opening title track, especially. It's epic as all hell, and uh, it kind of reminds me of old-school Dimu. Uh, just uh, symphonic and uh, it's got that march it's real brutal it's heavy uh, yeah it's amazing and uh, Scott was uh, great to talk to as well super cool guy and uh, one hell of a front man I'm, I'm really hoping we to see them on this album cycle especially uh, with all the stuff that I've been seeing that's been coming out of the Summer Slaughter tour so far over there in the States and they're just they're just absolutely killing it they're such a great band so uh Fingers crossed, Aussies. Fingers crossed. All right, before we go into this episode, we have to mention it's brought to you by our good friends at Blacklight Art and Design, who are our go-to for all our screen printing needs. They've done all our shirts and hats for Ever Black Media, and they've got such a great turnaround. Highly recommend checking these guys out, www.blacklightad.com.au. Also want to give a shout-out to our friends at RW Promotion, who are the best in the biz when it comes to stickers, flyers, banners, badges, and all other promo you need for your band or business. Go say hello to Rich and the team at www.rwpromotion.com.au and uh, check out what they have to offer because uh, they've been doing it a very long time and the quality is awesome. All right, also, don't forget to subscribe to our YouTube channel uh, and the Everblack podcast stream through iTunes and Spreaker, wherever good podcasts are downloaded and streamed. Uh, also, hit us up on the social medias, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. We're on all those. Um, don't care about the likes. I'm not an Instagram model. Sorry, guys. But, uh, yeah, please, yeah, follow our stuff. We do appreciate it. Okay, here is my interview with Scott Ian Lewis from Carnifex. The new album, World War X, comes out this Friday, August 2nd. Turn it up loud. Go get it. Go pre-order it now. Uh, the links uh, should be up on our Facebook page and the website. Enjoy. Scott, how you going today, man? Doing pretty good. How are you? Yeah, excellent, man. It's been a while since we've spoken, actually, but uh, the new Carnifex album, World War X, comes out on August 2nd, and it's brutal as hell, man. I've had it on repeat over the last few days, so what's the meaning of the title? Uh, You know, for me, it was about trying to take everything that, for the most part, gets internalized and gets pushed down, um, Mm. internalized fears, anxieties, paranoias, and those types of things, and really put them out front on a battlefield, you know, on the front line, and take them on, face them and defeat them and don't be less than because of them. So world war X, you know, X is unknown. It's your war. Mm. You know, you, it's the war. You know, maybe you're doing it right now or maybe you already did, or maybe it's going to come up, but at some point you're going to have to face it. I like that dude. How's the title tie in with the the lyrical themes of the other songs? 
is, is the album is, as a whole a concept tying in with that? I mean, it is. Yeah, it's uh, you know, I think maybe concept might be a little too um, kind of beginning, middle, end. Every mm. song's a chapter. That that's not really the case, but every song is definitely in line with the theme of the title and the theme of the cover. There's a continuity in subject matter and the point of view to the subject matter throughout. There's a VHS edition I saw online. That, that's pretty awesome, man. Yeah, well, so that's a, it's a collector's box. So inside is, uh, your CD is in there, the patches are in there, uh, the pins are in there, the stickers in there. So there is no VHS tape <laughs> to, oh. to play. Um, <laughs> you know, a few people have asked, and I was like, yeah, what would we put on it? And I'm like, I guess we could put some music videos on it. But then yeah, I'm yeah. like, well. Who has a VCR? Uh, but yeah, it's more, uh, you know, we were trying to embrace really like, you know, kind of the this dystopian world. And you might see that from like, a uh, what's this? Uh, what's this old 80s movie that I never saw, you know? So we were trying to have a little fun with it there for the props. Well, uh, are you a collector of VH, old VHS types? Um, you know, I am maybe not definitely not to the level of of a lot of other people out there for sure uh but specific uh titles from certain directors and writers definitely because uh yeah I, I i used to i got rid of a lot of them there's only one that i've really kept and i'm looking at it now it's uh tales from the crypt demon knight <laughs> it's oh, like okay. i could i could get rid of it so i don't know i just love it and that soundtrack you know yeah you heard yeah oh they're great yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah. no i i I get it. I love all that stuff, too. Awesome, man. Uh, of course, back to the album. You've got a couple of guests like uh, Alyssa from Arch Enemy. How'd that come about? Is she an old mate of the band? Um, well, no, not really. You know, uh, early on when we were uh, talking to our label, Nuclear Blast, we were telling them some of the things that we were hoping to do with the record. And, and um, you know, we mentioned that we really wanted to have her on. And thankfully, we were able to connect with her through the label and... We sent the the pre-production track over, the demo track over, in uh, August or September of last year, and you know, thankfully she responded to the material, and we just started trading ideas right from there. So it was a real collaborative, real collaborative effort, and we just went took the song from being basically a demo to what, what you hear on the final record. That's unreal. And one thing I did want to mention is uh, in the song Hail Hellfire, there's this batshit crazy siren sounding guitar part where did yeah. that come from i love that. uh <laughs> you know that was that was us saying you know let's let's have something different on every song you know jordan can mm. write these amazing solos really probably all day but uh you know we're like well let's do something crazy like get a wah in there kind of make it like pantera ish but but crazy you know and and so that one was about really just trying to find a different sound in a different way into a guitar solo for a song that was mm. you know, pretty frantic to begin with really stood out i, I just uh yeah congratulate him on that that's awesome <laughs> yeah well <laughs> every time i hear I it it's just, yeah like i'll be driving around i've been driving around listening to the album and uh, it'll uh it'll jump out of the speakers it's, it's you, mad you have a favorite track oh i think i like that one the most yeah that's one yeah, of my favorite yeah yeah yeah, it's, I don't know, the album as a whole, like, that's a real hard question, because I think you can listen to it, this is what I've gotten from it for the last couple of days, 
you can listen to it as a whole and it just works all together. You can listen to the tracks by themselves, but it's better as a whole. If you well, know what I'm trying I appreciate to say. You say no, I do. And and you know, that kind of that's by design. You know, those songs were written mm. to to go together, you know, and they were all when we got to the kind of to the last couple of weeks or month of the writing process where mm. for the most part we had all of the songs done and, 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 you know, we do our own recording of the songs prior to the studio, kind of just a demo quality. That's for our own yeah. reference. But, um, you know, that was for us, it was really, once we got to the end, it was looking back and saying, well, can we look at all these songs again now that we all, that they're living together, that they're all going to be together for the rest of their life. And you know, we, we went and tweaked a bunch of them from that point. So they definitely are meant to, to go together. And, and I think listening to it as a whole does make, does make it more than the sum of its parts. Uh, so I'm glad that, that you've had that feeling too. Absolutely. Did they change much from, you know, the, um, the uh, demos to the, to the studio version? Yeah, you know, they did. I mean, there was a lot of demos, you know, we we yeah. write pretty heavily. So I think if you were to listen to the, you know, the first version or some of the earlier versions of the songs, they'd be quite different, you know. Um, and then I think getting to the end and really saying, you know, it's important to have a song like All Roads Lead to Hell and No Light Shall Save Us, where they're two very different songs, you know, mm. uh, or Hail Hellfire and um, Disinfernal Darkness. They're two very different songs. But on the context of the album and with the sequencing and just kind of the overall atmosphere of the album, they all work well together. And I think they work well. They work better together than they do on their own. It's got a good flow. I've had it, like, literally when I say I've had it on repeat, I've had it on repeat. So when it's turned back around, it's it's been, like, just a smooth circle. You know what I'm trying well, to say? Well, thank you. I appreciate <laughs> that. You know, I have to say, uh, we, we really, we worked on the sequencing quite a bit, mm, you know. That's and the words. Yeah, how it's the order <laughs> and the tracks, they call it the sequencing. And I think yeah, that, yeah. and kind of you know, the, how the album ends with that ring out, that wasn't an idea that we had until very late. Yeah. And that was Jordan's idea. And he was like, you know, we we're trying to figure out like kind of how do we close this thing out? And it was like, just leave that tension there. Cause that's, a, I think a lot of that, that motivation to hit play again comes from the way that, that the album ends, you know? Yeah, absolutely. I love it, man. I love it. And of course, um, the some slaughter tour kicks off next week. Weekend that that lineup is fucking insane, man. I wish I could be there too, but I'm all the way down here. Um, <laughs> I wish we could get it down to Australia too. That'd be awesome. That'd be awesome. I'm sure you mace with all those bands too. You've probably toured with them tons of times. Yeah, we have for the most part. Yeah, pretty much everybody has, and and we've been trying to get down to Australia for uh, a number of years. You get back down there. Uh, mm. I'm pretty sure we'll be able to on this album, though. I definitely hope so, man. It's been it's long overdue, and of course, I mean, with with that tour, because there's so many bands, there's so many dates. I mean, we don't we don't have that kind of thing down here in Australia, if you know what I mean. We do to an extent, but not on that level. How much mm-hmm. prep for you guys alone goes into into that? There's a lot of organising. It is, yeah, it is a lot of organising, and a lot of that's because we're really pushing our live show as far as we can mm. right now, and trying to make it a theatrical experience and capture. You know, when you hear an album like that, to me as a fan, it's it's a really powerful album. You know, um, and so when I go to a show, 
I want to I want to see that emoted from the band and I want to see that represented mm. on the stage. So for us, it's a we're really focused on developing our live show to to present the album in a live fashion with just as much, uh, you know, scale and impacts. And yeah, it's a lot of prep, um, a lot of rehearsal and, you know, just the logistics of getting all the merch together and getting the gear together and getting the crew together, ordering the light package. Uh, a lot goes into it, but it's, you know, when we get up on the stage, they're finally at, you know, nine o'clock when we go on and it's that big show that really leaves everyone feeling like they got their money's worth. And man, this was, this was not just band practice. This was the album live, you know, then we know, we know it was worth it. Are you doing it start to finish? No, no, we're not doing like a playthrough. Um, mm. I, you know, I don't know. Sometimes I feel like those are kind of weird, but you know, if you got the right record, it might work and it might work with mm. this one. I think it does. Going back to what we were saying before about how the, the album flows all together, I think in a live setting, it, it would it would definitely work. So maybe not this tour, but maybe in a future tour, you know, you might might be able to touch up on that. And uh, that's that a good idea to see. Mm. And and yeah. normally I'd be resistant to it because I feel like the playthrough is you know really just something that bands throw on a flyer to to sell a yeah, ticket yeah, yeah. or two. Yeah, but um, you know, I I agree. I am I I do really love the way this album flows, and if you know, to hear that people are responding to that as well, it does open the door for that. Absolutely, and uh, of, of course, with the tour, you're touring with a band called Necrogoblicon, uh, who have never toured here, but uh, that John Goblicon dude is hilarious. <laughs> he is, yeah, and um, yeah, we're looking forward to the tour. I think it's going to be a real fun su- uh, summer and. Um, like having, you know, a band like us, bands like Cattle and Necro, I think it's just this great mix of extreme metal. So it's mm. really the place to be for the summer. And here I am. I'll be, I'll be there in spirit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's such a kick-ass tour, man. I'm so jealous of everyone over there that gets to see that. So, uh, I don't know, are you filming for a DVD or anything like that? Um, you know, no, we're not. Um, we might on the next one, though. We're taking the fall off from touring. Um, kind of how I was saying earlier, you know, we're really focused on pushing the show to the next level. So by taking the fall off, it gives us a chance to come back in the spring and do a tour that's our really just our tour. Um, okay. That we can have as much production as we want and by waiting till the spring, it gives us a, a chance to be able to put some more money into that show and try to really bring out something special. Excellent. And, uh, of course, uh, last year you launched uh, Death Dream, graphic novel, which is just unreal, man. Is, is there more? Yeah, I'm actually working on the second issue right now. Um, yeah, I mentioned that tour a moment ago, and um, I'm actually lining up the release of issue two with that tour. So it'll be coming out in March of 2020. Uh, where did your love of graphic novels come from? I mean, was there one in particular that sort of kicked it off that tied in with music for you? Um, no, I don't know that there was a single one or a moment. Um, I think it was, you know, it's just the, the culture that, that I was for the most part, pretty much pre-internet. So when you would go by, uh, record you're, you're going to a shop that mm. you know has this kind of where i was buying metal records anyways they had kind of this weird mix of other things um 
you know, because it's a weird store that carries a, an immortal record or, or a demure record. Um, and a lot of times they were comic shops or or shops that just had, you know, uh, have like foreign media things. I would always buy like Terrorizer and these UK and European mags that I couldn't get other places. And they had Spawn, uh, the Spawn graphic novels there, uh, which you know, we're like mature. Uh, so for a 14 year old, like that was all the stuff that I wanted to get my hands on. So I think it was just this, it was always kind of just right next to metal records, so to speak. And I, I think as I was growing up, it was coming at me at the same time and affecting me at the same time. I'm very much the same hell I grew up. So I've always seen it sort of gone hand in hand. It's more accepted these days than what Mm -hmm. it was when I was a young man. I don't know how old you are, dude, but I'm I'm pretty old. Well, old. yeah. So when I was a young dude, I feel uh, I'm right there with you. <laughs> <laughs> now it's now it's cool, you know. <laughs> hey, Metal I'm not mad at it. It's good. It is good. It is good. But uh, of course, I mean, if Netflix came to you and said we want to adapt it, would that be something you'd be interested in and open to? Oh, 100 percent. Yeah, I mean that's the dream. You know, the dream is. Uh, is that you, can, you take something that you can do yourself, which is the which is the graphic novel. You know, I can I can do that on my own, and thankfully, with the support of the fans, I'm able to do a second one and keep it going. Um, yeah, obviously, something like a, a show, you know, you need to partner with someone like that. So that that would be a dream come true. You know, we can hope. That's it. <laughs> Put it out there. Absolutely. Get them, get them to uh, back that money truck up to your house and uh, get it. <laughs> I'm ready for it. <laughs> Be nice. A bit of Netflix money. Yeah. They got, they got, <laughs> it. They got a few bucks. But yeah. <laughs> you know anyone? Yeah. Well, no. <laughs> De- but let me know. <laughs> Maybe they. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> awesome, man. Well, uh, what's obviously you got this tour coming up. You take a break and then you're heading out on a solo tour. But what's what's uh, in the future for Carnifex? I think it's about trying to really get this record out to everybody it's it, you know it's a record we really believe in not just because it's our newest and it's the one we got to sell but really it was it was an inspired writing process we, we had a great time writing it we really just kind of in, looked internally for everything and just embraced a lot of the things that we had always wanted to do musically but you know for a number of reasons, we're just finally able to articulate on this album so Hopefully it can it can end up in people's hands and to give it a chance and it'll be sinks in and really leaves a mark. That's the hope. I think it's going to, and I'm not just saying that, man. Like as I said, like I I got it and I've listened to it probably a thousand times. Um, and uh, well, that's over. You know what I'm trying to say. That's, but uh, I've listened to it. I've, I've listened to it a lot of times, man. Like we've done a lot of driving in the last couple of days, and I really honestly. For me, I think it's your best work. Um, You've just broken through the mold, man. I think it's really going to take off, and I'm really excited for you guys. Not just as a fan, but... I appreciate that. Yeah, man. No, no, I'm not just saying that. I mean that. I think it's going to really blow up. So uh, enjoy the ride, bro. (laughs) I... We always make the joke that it's a 14-year overnight success. (laughs) (laughs) Not saying that, like, I, I've enjoyed all of your other albums, not just saying that, but I really found a connection with this. So I hope that's clear. Well, it, it, yeah, and and honestly, it was it, it was a special 
period writing it. I think when we were writing it, we knew like, wow, this is mm. it, this better. You know, we could just tell it, it, it had something special in it. I think a lot of that comes from, you know, all the goodwill we were filling off of Slow Death. It was that was an album that was really embraced by the fans and really absolutely it, really embraced us. And so I think in doing that, it it really gave us uh, the momentum to just say let's let's just be unashamedly us and that's what this record is excellent well i'm very excited for you guys and i hope you enjoy the tour and i hope australia is on the cards very very soon i hope it is too man trust me all right man well thanks for taking the time to chat on the show and i, I hope you and the boys have a kick-ass time on tour and you stay safe and uh keep kicking us bro thank, thank you, you so much i'll catch you on the next one planning on traveling this summer Make saving at the pump part of your plans with two times the fuel points from Harris Teeter. It's easy. Download your eVic coupon, and for every dollar you spend with your Vic card, you'll get two fuel points. That's up to $1 per gallon on quality fuel at participating BP and Harris Teeter fuel centers. Download your eVic coupon today and save money at the pump all summer long with eVic and Harris Teeter fuel points. 